Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cancel culture has always been a way to crucify people, whether it was due to incorrect information or sheer ignorance. But should it really be about canceling someone? Or should it be about holding them accountable and providing them with the knowledge they need in order to correct the issue? Or is it all just a lost cause and a means to cancel someone anyway? Are there even exceptions to the rule? Well, on today's episode, we have three special guests on here today to discuss cancel culture. Each guest will provide their own thoughts and opinions. I hope this gives you insight on our thoughts as well as sparks dialogue on your thoughts on the subject. This is a shot of Melvin. Welcome everybody to another episode of A Shot of Melanin. I'm your host, Michelle. And today we've got three special guests, dear friends of mine, podcasters. I'm just gonna give them the plot the chance to um, get, tell them a little bit more about themselves. So, uh, guests, we'll start off with Shan. Hello, my name is Clarice. No, I'm just okay. Um, <laughs> I'm Shan from Shanby Podden. And, um, you know, I podcast and I things and I write. And there is a book that I created on Lulu for five days for $10. Where I talk about how to market your podcast. So on Lulu.com, you can get that book for five days until Sunday for $10. And I'm for podcasters, period. Um, I podcast with all of these people, my pod fam. And um, Greg and I have a podcast called uh, Loud Mouth Stereo. And I do that with him also on Stereo app. And, you know, I'm just here to speak my piece. So in the meantime, we'll go on to Greg. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Greg, what you do, and maybe about your podcast. Oh, absolutely. So I'm Greg, uh, host, owner of Young Black and Bothered or the YBAB Network. 
we have multiple shows on multiple days. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. So we have our segments for each individual show, but we also have YBAB Sports Desk. I do the show every Saturday called Loud Mouth Stereo with Shan. And I also do YouTube because I feel like Black creators matter on YouTube. And I'm learning TikTok. So follow me at all the websites. And I have a website officially launching on April 1st, heygreggy.com. Hey. So that's me. First of all, congratulations on the website. That's thank great you, news. You. And last but not least. <clears throat> How y'all doing? <laughs> um, greetings. I am Drake of Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast for the purpose. Um, a little bit about myself before I get into the podcast. No, I'm a all-around person, you know, just human being, black man, um, American descendant of slave, um, Texan, you can say that, currently in Seattle. I am married. I'm about to hit 10 years this year. Um, I'm a mediator, civil and family. I'll have 12 years experience in social work. I, you know, currently in the human resources field, recruitment. I am a diversity, equity and inclusion and accessibility enthusiast. That is a true passion of mine. And once again, I have and I'm a mentee. I have numerous years working with children and families. And that kind of brought me into my podcast, uh, you know, my first podcast or my home podcast, a platform, which is Everything Culture, which our mission statement comes from the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So Everything Culture been built on the pillars of respect, communication and consistency so we can get to know each other, so we can love one another. So I bring different guests on the show, such as Shan, future Greg, future Michelle. And I'm going to ask them about their childhood and upbringing, um, where their mindset and perspectives are in life. And then we bring them back on and we have certain topics um, that we discuss with the panel, kind of like we're going to be doing tonight. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you for inviting us on. No problem. I thought this would be a great conversation. I feel like everybody may have something to say about that this particular topic rather but so our topic of tonight is cancel culture and so i'm going to be picking and proning your heads i've got questions here feel free to add anything more if you have any questions yourself so let's get into the first question so in the same order so shan then greg then drake what are your thoughts on cancel culture okay so for me personally i feel like as a creative, what I do in my romantic life, what I do in my bill work life, um, against my will because I don't want to be there, but life-wise I got to be there because I got to make money and pay bills. I don't feel like because I creatively give you a podcast that the world can have the audacity to dictate why I let my child wear a skirt to school five days of the week versus wearing pants or shorts. And so when it comes to this cancel culture, I feel like it teeter-totters on the line of just because I give you my podcast, does that mean you can have a say on the rest of my life? Does it Just because I give you my podcast doesn't mean your views on what I should and shouldn't do matter to the point of we're not listening to her podcast anymore because she raised her kids like this, or she doesn't believe in this, or she doesn't celebrate this. Um, 
And I really feel like I have a mental cutoff with people, unless it involves you promoting harming kids or older people, because I don't play. Unless it involves you taking advantage of um, people that are in need and you're just out here to spread hate overall on your platform, um, what you do in your private life and all of that. But if it's not those things, I don't feel like just because I listen to your music or I watch your movie that I should have a say and cancel you because I don't like it. So that's where I am with cancel culture. Like I'm focused on your art. If one day I wake up and I don't like what you give to me entertainment wise, that I'm just going to stop listening. Canceling you out? No. Do I agree with R. Kelly about what he did for years and decades and the people that allowed him to do it? No. When my kids are not in the car, do I listen to his music? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's the art that I like. It's not the act that he did. I'm going to kind of piggyback from that um, with just a little bit of a like notion. Like For me, cancel culture, like, how can I put it? Like, nobody ever really gets canceled. It's like you never fully really cancel your favorite people. So kind of like in the vein of what Shane was saying about R. Kelly, cancel culture for me personally started as a call to action for people who needed correction, but it's slowly become a reason to condemn who like you or social media don't really agree with at that time. Mm-hmm. And I guess like that's the best way I can explain it. At least that's how it's feeling over the past four or five years with cancel culture for me. So that's my definition of it. All right, I'll give you guys my little thought on it. Um, I think that, for one, we're all human. So I don't think that we can be perfect to everybody. So the idea of canceling, being canceled, I don't believe in that. I think, you know, I was listening to The Breakfast Club and they were talking about cancel culture. And he, uh, Charlamagne the God said, I don't believe in cancel culture. I believe in accountability culture. And that's where kind of like a light bulb went off for me. I do believe that if you do something wrong, then maybe we should kind of educate you, make you more accountable. For example, R. Kelly, R. Kelly you're right, Sean. I don't think people are going to automatically stop listening to his music because I feel like he's got bangers, he's got hits, and he's been around for years, you know? And not even just the songs that he's made. He's written songs for a couple of people, too, that we, we listen to. I don't know all the songs, but he wrote some songs. Mm-hmm. Um so to say, should we cancel R. Kelly? No, I would say more so we should probably, he should be accountable for what he's doing, for example. He should kind of come to the awareness of, okay, what I did was wrong. I don't know if he's come to that awareness out now that he's in jail, but um, more so make people accountable, educate them, and then always remember, like, we're human. We're not going to be perfect, you know? Like, there's certain things that I might say that I might slip up I'm also a podcaster. I might say something this year that might really upset some people. Um, and so should I be canceled or should people just kind of take me to the side and say, hey, Mish, you were wrong in saying that and this is why. I think that's what it should be. I don't think it should be cancel culture. I think it should be accountability culture. Drake, what are your thoughts? Um, so my perspective about that is... Council culture is nothing new. Let's be clear about that. Right. Council culture has been here. It was just called something different. Council culture goes all the way back to when that first stone was thrown. 
And Jesus had to step in like, hey, who cast the first stone? Or first stone, you feel me? It, it, it's people, I understand the perspective and the mindset behind it. But if you watch Game of Thrones, it's kind of like that walk of shame. You know, we're going to stone you. We're going to make you feel bad about yourself. And it kind of put people in that position as being, you know, it's, it's the mob, the pitchfork mentality. Let's get together and let's hurt someone. Now, I'm big on, like I say, accountability. Hold people accountable. Like, I don't put people on the pedestal in the first place. That's something about me. I keep people as people. I expect people are going to disappoint me sooner or later. I expect people are going to say things that I may not agree with. I expect people are going to, you know, have some things that other people may not like. I I know there's some things about me that other people may may not like. I currently have a post that's going up where I'm seeing people argue back and forth. And I'm like, everybody's really right about this because it's your own perspective. But it's when you try to gang up on someone and beat someone down. Uh, it's different because cancel culture has involved where it kind of started out well in this new cancel culture that's really online where it was they went out to celebrities but now it's anyone no it could be anybody it's kind of like and the thing about what dangerous cancel culture and what we've seen recently and i've said it all the time it's people are so quick to react and so quick to judge and when they're wrong it's no accountability for the people who's part of that mob in the first place. Yeah. So I am not, I, I'm yeah. not a large supporter I, I of quote unquote cancel culture because majority of the time I am very selective on who I would support and put down. And it's as simple as that. I don't need to bash you and drag you and pull you down, but I understand that mindset of people without voices being able to have a voice. And now they're going to be able to like, yeah, I'm gonna stick it to the man. I'm gonna stick it to the patriarchy. But the truth is, it's all about control. And then sooner or later, they're going to be at a point at the top. And when they're being counseled, they don't know how to react. You know, that's the that's the hard thing about it. So we got to be very genuous or genuine and understanding when we give grace to one another. But that's something people don't want to support at times. But that's mine about yeah, cancel culture what, to start it out. So when we talk about like accountability, like and cancel culture, like in my personal opinion, I feel like it starts on social media and it's gotten to the point where like people have cancel culture fatigue. If that's, I don't know if that's a term yet, but it should be. And Mm. they haven't really figured out how to maneuver around it. Like from what I've seen from people like the Kevin Hart's of the world, the Monique's of the world, um, what they do is systematic. They apologize. They're quiet for a few weeks and they come back in a few weeks because people have pretty much gotten over it. Uh, social media is always looking for the next thing to talk about and attention spans are already short to begin with so people who we may have canceled a year or two ago as long as they keep pushing through the cult you know that cancel culture or that accountability culture as long as they've apologized folks will forget about it until they do something else to kind of like bring light to the situation that they did before so i guess my thing is like there are people who really want to correct the wrong behavior and try to not so cancel the culture, but kind of correct the culture. But most of the people who are like stoking those flames are holding those people accountable, not because they want change, it's because they're, you know, they're keeping that fire ablaze, so to speak. So, You know what I don't like about cancel culture is the mistake, if it's a one-time thing, mm. is so loud for that person, right? The impact. Right. And it's repeated every day, every day, every day, all week, 
next week and then maybe today is the day that somebody else's stuff and you know you're no longer main picture the aftermath of that is your shows are canceled your deal is canceled your book is canceled um how your children been eating we don't want them going to the school anymore it's too much drama um how your mother is treated at her church is really stale right now and they don't want her on whatever choir or whatever it's a ricochet of things then when someone comes up and be like yes i'm sorry my name is such and such and i lied because i was really going through such and such the apology is quiet and when the impact is so big and it ricochets and it creates a bitter person it creates bitter people because it's like yes y'all say that we're human and we're imperfect and we should be forgiven and yes they did slightly apologize but the apologize was this big the impact is still happening for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when you when you hear people getting in trouble and you see people's lives being ruined especially black men who have gone to prison for rapes that never occurred for um you know murders that they never did and they're getting out in 30 years they're getting out in 25 years they were this close to a uh, scholarship to go to college and play football that's done with because of where they're at those women who lie ain't nothing wrong with their life the woman who 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 lied on uh Emmett Till she chilling yeah, and that's a, that's the thing about why I say cancel culture being here. Cancel culture is nothing new. It's just whose hands is it in. And just because the gun, when the rabbit get, uh, what was it? When the rabbit got the gun, it's no fun. Right. The rabbit got the gun now, and is it? You know, it's still a problematic. You know, it, it's still an issue. And it's when people abuse it. That's the best way I can put it. When people abuse that mindset, abuse that tool, it, it's mm-hmm. hurtful to us all. And People don't put, and it give people a God complex, delusions of grandeur. Like once again, we've seen activists on this application called TikTok right here, where they say, you know, they're doing it for us. They're doing it for the people. They do it to make a change. And yes, they provided change. Yes, they brought some good things in. But guess what? I sit back and some people look at, like the people who know, why don't you follow this? And I see people send me things and my mentee, you should follow them. I'm like, no, because it, it just, they just come off. They're not doing it in total because they, they, I see them liking and involving in messiness, involving in this has nothing to do with activism. This really has to do with what they want and what they like. So now it's based off what are we doing for the people and what we're doing for myself. You know, that's that's what I look at. So when I look at it, this is it once again, is it really about what do you what was it what are you doing it for? Is it really for other people? Or is it really for your own greater good or your reflection of people? Because human nature, people want followers. People want to people want to control. Some people want to be led and le- be leaders. And when I say human nature, it doesn't mean everybody do it, but in certain people, all throughout time, people want to use it. Okay. It could be used for good and it can be used for bad. But that good and bad is a very thin line. That good and bad is uh, has a lot to do with perspective as well. Something that uh, I see Shan may do, I can may consider good. But um, Michelle and Greg may consider bad. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and and maybe it's a, it may be doing the same action. I may have, and it's once again I saw her do it and I saw her intent, but I saw the whole ten minutes of what she did. But someone may have saw oh, I only saw the last five and I don't agree with it. Literally, I got people on here that and oh my gosh, I, I I'm bringing my notepad. Um, people, it's a quote that I'm going to probably get tattooed on my back. It's my first tattoo. I love it. Um. Is, I'm gonna try to paraphrase it. People don't see. Yeah, I think this is it. People don't see things how they are. People see things how they are. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that again. People don't see how. People don't see things how they are. People see them like basically see themselves how it is. It's what they are a reflection of themselves. If they don't, see it, this could be happening, but they're gonna base it off their feelings. They're gonna base it off their own perspective at the end of the day. Yeah. So when we come down to the council culture, once again, it's it can go both ways. And when it and what happens when two council cultures get together? Who's gonna win? A mosh pit, a mess. Because when you move and you make decisions emotionally on the social media stuff, TikTok, Twitter, um, Facebook, IG, it takes two minutes, five minutes, one live, one post, one quote. And it snowballs, right? And when it snowballs, it's mass people, millions, possibly billions of people able to access your name, your job, your home, um, where your kids go to school. And there's no real limits on that, you know, overall. There are state laws. Maybe this could be a possible civil suit. Women accusing um, men that hurt their feelings of doing things and now everything for them is canceled. Uh, You know, we're not working with you anymore. We don't want to do this deal anymore. Um, And, and, you know, people say when it comes to like marketing, all, all, you know, media is good media. No. Yeah. Because the right one will completely cancel you. Look at uh, Travis. Mm-hmm. And, and that whole right. incident, yeah, That's like, yeah, you, yes, his 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 child's mother is a billionaire, but at the same time, he's his own person, he's his own artist. He's that own, yeah. really crushed him financially when it comes to opportunity for a decision multiple parents made to have children in a careless position, exactly. where that is a possibility. But that's the thing, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, when it comes to that, like, at least with Travis and that situation, all you have to really do is go dark for a minute. You don't really have to say much. You just go and disappear for a couple of weeks, couple of months, and you come back and people have already forgotten it. Travis Scott could come back next week and people will talk about what happened last year as if like it was the, the biggest thing in their world when they really in all actuality don't care anymore. They just need something to talk about. And Greg, you and Haiti, Greg put a a great point, and he's that's the way you battle. Unfortunately, council culture, okay, yep. is really people. We have to start talking about people and our behaviors, okay. And some of us don't act the way. Like some of us can sit back and recognize the pattern of people, mm. like and people love drama. A lot of people love drama. Sick sales. All these different things we know, okay? P- 
people, you can fake it till you make it. And the reason why people still use that to this day, because it's true. Like, you know, you can be real like you want to, but somebody can come in and sh- act like they have a car, act like they have money. And people go look at that before they look at the person that's actually doing the work and actually having the funds, actually having these things. Yeah. Because people pay attention to what they see and what they feel, you know? So when it coming down to the council, I like I'm waiting. The baby gonna be back within the next two weeks. Watch, the baby is going. I'm just keeping a buck. The baby is going to be back, and guess what? It's the same thing Greg said. It's going to be a few people, but remember what? Ah, oh, we passed that now. Yep. Because and who I think that Chappelle said. Chappelle said it. It's like y'all really don't care what the baby do. He hurt y'all feelings from that moment. Because like I can't. I don't support the baby like that as far as a human being. He used to wear a whole diaper. Okay, don't forget when he first started, he was used to beat mm-hmm. up people in the mall for fighting. He used to cause all this drama. Like that is not a leader in my community. That is not a leader in my people. I don't. I don't look up to the baby, but I know some people do, and that's your fault for allowing that to happen. So when he do some other shit that's wild, why are you surprised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between like cancel culture and bully culture. A lot of people just want somebody to pick on. And even though you may have done something wrong, like the baby did something completely egregious, he did something wrong. But regardless of how many times you apologize, people pick and choose if they want to accept that or not. A lot of people were like, you know what? He apologized. It was heartfelt. I understand that. And they forgave him and they moved on. And a lot of people would, like you said, with their pitchforks, like, nah, I'm not over it yet. This is still my hurt. And we're going to keep this going until I say so. And they also want to have people jump on that bandwagon with them. So then you end up having a mob of pitchforks telling you, hey, no, I feel this way. So you should feel this way as well. And the reason for it, again, I hate saying it, but it's social media. It's bigger than social media. It's people. People. Social media is people. That's when Mm -hmm. social media just expanded the reach of people. Okay. Agreed. And the good and the bad. But you're correct. It's the thing is. Once again, I hate saying this. People are sheep. A lot of people are looking for someone to show them the way. I don't know. what I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of people is like, I need you to tell me what to do. I need a leader. That's not just black people. It's people. People. That's why people join gangs. That's why people join religions, not faith. They don't they don't pay attention to what the Bible or what the Quran or what the um you know any books are actually saying. People want to be led. And as and I'll have to read, you know, teachers like first he says is too much drama. People are always trying to detro- destroy another place. Absolutely true. And people control the narrative. Social media is just a reach. Once again, yes, that's like it's just a reach. Because I know people that once again, I went to school. I wasn't I say I wasn't popular in high school, but other people tell me different. But when people follow me and things of that nature, I'm like, hey, be your own constructive self. I'm not perfect. I made a video the other day like I'm going to disappoint some of y'all. I'm going to say some things y'all would not like. So don't act surprised when I do it. And I will block people, too. Once again, I'm still if I if I see it, I'm, if you know, once again, but that's part of growth. So. I couldn't, and that's why I pray for God whenever I become that celebrity status for what it's going to be like. Because I still be going through some comments and I like get a little frustrated with somebody say something wild towards me. I don't even know that lane. Let me stop saying yeah. somebody lane. That, that wacko. That hurt individual. But guess what? They're mm-hmm. trying to, can- but I see them in my comments not only trying to counsel me, 
for whatever reason. But it's always going to be people like that. Once again, it's easy to destroy rather than build up. If Greg yeah. or Mimi says something, I, I like it was somebody. I like I've seen people talk about canceling their friends. I'm like, you were never their friend in the first place. Exactly. So my thing was like, hey, Mimi, Chan, Greg, hey, I don't know if that's a good look, man. Mm-hmm. Same thing I tell Shan. I ain't gonna say it while we're recording, but I tell Shan to stop doing one certain thing online all the time, and because <laughs> I know a certain community would would get that like oh my gosh she this 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 and this and i'm like you don't even know her mm-hmm. but it's waiting it's there but the only yep. thing i can communicate with my folks how we continue to support one another but that and a lot of uh, not a lot but many of these council cultures that is looking for their next quote-unquote target exactly i also think that it's also maybe because of social media i find as though everyday people have a mm-hmm. say in I'm looking more so into like celebrities in terms of cancel culture but they ha- they have a say in practically they feel like they have a say in their lives yes. so yes. they're more willing to say okay they've been canceled and it's almost like everybody comes onto that bandwagon so I wonder yep. because I remember being 16 I never knew the amount of say that everyday people had on one mm-hmm. particular individual's life. I feel like it's more now at the age that I am now, which I'm not going to disclaim, just tell you guys. I feel like now because and social media has made it even worse it's just kind of like they now have yeah. a voice in these people's life and from this voice that they have they feel like they could i'm gonna use this very loosely but dictate these celebrity lives yeah. and essentially cancel said celebrities lives yeah. i feel like if we did not have yeah. the uh, if instagram didn't exist if I don't know. TikTok didn't exist. Most of these social media what platforms didn't exist. Do you still think p- everyday people would be able to say you're canceled in no. like groups and numbers? Yeah. Yes, and no. and that's always been my problem with social media. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, and but it's, it's it's a yes and a no. Okay, because it's if you it's they have more power than ever before. We have more power than ever before. Greg can send a tweet out, and Greg been there. Yeah, no matter if I'm calling you out, Greg, I'm calling you out. You just said some things to a a, a quote mm-hmm. unquote celebrity, oh, yeah. and it and, and it went yep. you know quote unquote viral, mm-hmm. and it affected that celebrity to the point mm-hmm. they blocked you. Look, <laughs> me, yep. and but, I stand on that. I stand see, on that hey, to this day. See, hey, but the thing is. Uh, back in the day, you used to have to write a letter to do that. You used to get the news. You had to go through uh, marketing, mm-hmm. the publicist. Uh, they had to pass you off to somebody else, and then they had to set up something so you could have a say. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of like, what is their at name? What is the at company? Let me tell you something. I think it was um, of uh, an airline I had an issue with. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of waiting on hold 30 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour or something. I said, click at such and such. Why did y'all do this with my flight and then have me sitting here with kids waiting for 
they came in my DM so quick. Um, what is your flight number? Because they know mm-hmm. the power of yeah. what said we don't have someone to speak for us, so let's go ahead and settle this in these DMs. Exactly. And and, and let yeah, me like, say that. No, go go great, mm-hmm. go, 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 go. Oh no, I was just gonna say like that's like the gift and the curse with social media. Like you're more visible on these platforms and possibly in real life a lot of these people you'll never meet you'll never see they're just you know like eggs on an app if you want to call it just avatars right uh the issue is they can critique every single thing you do and they don't witness the growth that you might see and your peers and your friends that actually know you in real life basically what i was saying was that like my little problem is like you are visible on all of these platforms on social media and stuff like that but you also aren't allowed the space to grow so mm. the things that you may have tweeted in, you know, 2015, 2016, you may have learned from those, may have grown from those, but people will literally dig in the archives to see the person that you used to be. Um, I personally leave Kevin all Hart. my old. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Kevin Hart. And, You're right. Yeah. And, you know, the Internet is forever. So for me, I'm like, OK, yeah, I might have tweeted that in 2010, 2011. But who's stopping somebody from already have screen, you know, screenshot that or, you know, posted that like, hey, remember this, this you. And it's like, yo, I can't deny that. That's who I was in 2011. But social media is the only platform where you're not allowed to grow. You aren't allowed to be the person that you are today and not change from that person that you were from then. And that's my huge like that's my biggest problem with cancel culture. They won't allow you to grow. And I'm I got to say, I'm a full address. Social media. It's people. People. It's people. Yeah, but that's, like, that's I'm telling point. you. But it is like it, but it's a result of me sharing my opinion, sharing our opinions, our thoughts, our feelings, and allowing other people to be involved, sharing our lives. Like I well, every time I do an episode, mm-hmm. I have a conversation here. I, I talk about personal things. I'm opening up to people. I put things at risk. Mm-hmm. And people with their own perspective. I could be sensitive about that. And what what's it was a whole um well, it was a whole meme on TikTok, a uh, 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 sound talking about how you know that's not the thing that would have took me over. That that would have been the one that would made me take myself out. I ain't gonna say what I want to say because mm-hmm. I'm live on TikTok, man. You know, but seriously, like I know I used to say when I was younger, when social media came bigger, if you're not emotionally prepped for social media and this and things of nature, don't get on it. It will swallow you, and not in a good yeah. way. Okay, well, yeah. Well, that's why I. I that's why I got to push back a little bit. Like, you know, when I said social media, the reason why I say that is because social media allows you to talk to anybody, any kind of way. I, I feel like we all have respect for the people yeah, that we know, and the people that. that we're friends with. But there are a lot of people only on social media. They will talk to you any type of way as if they can't be touched, as if they can't, you know, they can just literally just hide their IP address. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, trust uh, me. I've told name? people, I'm like, yo, just. Oh, go ahead. No, um, uh, it was a Jimmy Kimmel. Like first he had this yep. um the segment where people he you would read the tweets that people sent towards you. That's one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's showing not only and like you gotta peep game what they do with that. I don't think they blur out the people's name. All right. So mm-hmm. you're technically, hey, you said it, own up to it. So when all these other yep. people see it, and now you didn't got you got you got what you've been looking for. Get ready for it. Exactly. Okay. Then exactly. two, then two, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or another show. That they were talking like you are actual the person would show up to your place of either residence or where you work in or something like that about your tweet and like hey 
You got them same feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and yep. So once again, same thing. People say once again, I rather block you because I but I am one of them mm-hmm. people that hey, you want that smoke? Smoke here now. Let me Literally. tell you something. Greg had posted, um, tweeted, "What's your block section and 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 mute section look like?" And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. because when it comes to my piece and something yep. I'm tired of seeing I'm going to put it in here I'm not trying to see this I'm not trying to uh, hear from this person and now I think a lot of platforms let go of the responsibility of protecting mm-hmm. you you now have the options in your settings to protect yourself who can tweet you who can post you who can see your story who can respond to you who can DM to you um is this going into personal dm or you know whatever the other folder is and Mm -hmm. you choose if you engage right mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. At the same time, that's going to come with flack from people that's like, oh, she's not real because she only answers what she wants to answer or she only responds to all the good stuff. You got to be careful. The bigger your name gets, the bigger your brand gets, the bigger your company gets to mm-hmm. choose your energy. Mm-hmm. Out, of, out of all these comments. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to focus on this one negative Betty that ain't got nothing to push, ain't got no nothing to their name, yep. looking yep. for fame because it's going to be latched yep. onto you, or are you going to ignore exactly. them until they're just like, she ain't taking the bait? Pretty much, because there are trolls See. out there who are also trying oh, to yeah. get a reaction out of you. Yep. I welcome them to the block party. I'd be See. like, hey, everybody's invited. See? Yeah. I absolutely agree. Everybody. So first... <laughs> And I'm gonna make a knowledge, sister girl Jess. Um, I love she said because social media uh has been a great tool for social justice and many other things as well. Once again, it's a stretch because a lot of good things have came from social media, but a lot of bad things as well. That's what I'm saying. It's good and bad in people. That's why I say it's human. Um, so for, for instance, you're talking about how for safety. Honestly, if we didn't have probably social media, like with George Floyd's situation, I don't think it would have went the way it went. A, a lot of injustice, are like she mentioned with the truck driver, and I'm assuming the truck driver that um, he had an accident. I think his brakes went out or something like that. And they try to hold him for, um, try to give him life or the death penalty or something of that nature. Boy, his brakes going out. Okay. And there's other people not doing the same thing. And it takes people to speak up. 
but it is big on you know you see i've seen some happy stuff i see some good that's why i try to share a little bit of both but man for, once again for instance i made a post about communication someone asked a question someone asked a question i'm sorry i had to do that i had to do that. Why do we sing <laughs> i had to do that okay and i gave a response okay now it seemed like i don't know if the question was facetious or not but i gave a response I didn't ask for anybody to give a response back to what I was saying, anything of that nature. But over, it was almost like 12,000 comments have commented on that. And some has been in my agreement. Some have been um, in disagreement. And I was going to make a video. <laughs> I don't want to say who ever look at me. I don't give a fuck either way. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell people. I said what I said. Like, whether you like it or not. And that's the point. You ask me my pill. I hate when, and that's what I say. When people ask your feelings, you give that. People may not like it. And I said it on the internet, but I did have the expectation. People will go, I didn't know to go be at the numbers that it is, that it is now, but I got to have the expectation. It may go that way. But my thing, can I learn, use this as a learning tool? Absolutely. I can try to tell somebody, well, I try to tell y'all how I feel. And I said it in the initial video, you might, if you care, You'll listen, but if you don't care, you're gonna come in with something to debate it no matter what. And the same thing with hearing someone's perspective. Let, and that's why I do everything in culture. Let me get to why did you say what you said? You know, where did it come from? Okay. But people don't care about that. People are care. Like I've had people making comments later on. Well, uh, how did your girlfriend wait? I said, I didn't even say anything about a one. I didn't say I, this could be with my auntie, my brother, my best friend. Y'all made that decision. People will go once again. People are going to hear what they want to hear, and they're going to see what they want to see. But at the same time, on the other end, we have to have a responsibility in what we say as well. Yeah. I have to be very selective on the words I use. I have to be very selective when I say always. I'm very selective when I say all or, or men or women, or I say some or few. Because I don't, you know, things could get misconstrued very easily. It's very important to say, in my experience. In my opinion. Opinion, yeah. In my <laughs> you know, opinion. All these stuff. In, in my view. You know, all these things could be say, my perspective is. Mm-hmm. Other than saying, you know, oh, because once again, I would say when people get to that point, that all of that, I'm like, well, you know, white people thought all black people did this. Yeah. Does it mean it's right? Fuck no. And still today... Other cultures feel like all white people do this, and a white person be like, "No, the hell I don't." <laughs> you know, you you have to be open to the possibility that it's irresponsible to say everybody is like this, or everybody thinks like this, or everybody only wants these things because nobody can speak for me except for Chantal. Nobody can speak for the needs of my children except their fathers and me. You know, but and I, I've talk, talked about this before. But when you allow social media to get a hold of this, they feel that they have that power and privilege to do so. Right. You know, I'm just le- letting you know that's how people feel. It, it, that's that is like you you expanding your village. Mm-hmm. Social media could be your village to an extent. Like, I've seen some good things go to the village. I have people that may be in this room right here that hit me up personally. 
about some stuff with CPS that's going on in their family. And I'm able to give them some advice that'll help them out. That came through social media. You know? So that's the that's the, some of the pluses. But when I tell y'all, um, the it's like if we want to harp on the negatives, and that's why I use that block button to a, a sense, you know, like that block party. It was a woman. If you look at my most recent video on TikTok, it was a woman coming in being a little bit negative. When I say a little bit, a lot of bit negative. Mm-hmm. And negative I waited Nancy. for her to show her. I allow her to get some of these things out to show, hey, this is a fool I'm about to block. Because there's people that disagree me, disagree with me, and I'm 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 fine with y'all disagreeing. But when you come in being rude and you're being rude to my other folks, and you've been rude and you're making assumptions and, and being disrespectful, to... cursing out all of those things, you, you gotta, gotta get go your ass out of here. Yeah, hundred percent. So I have another question in terms of cancel culture. So we have like, you know, the type of canceling, for example, Travis Scott. Uh, Travis Scott. What happened at his concert be that kind of canceling. Now, what do you say about people who, like, this is actually, I personally think this is a cancelable moment, but it's more so to do with, like, things like racism. Maybe some big headshot guy said the N-word. Do you believe that should be a form of canceling? Because to that point, when somebody gets canceled to that regards, they could lose their job. They could lose whatever connections to them i feel as though things like racism is not it's not a debate i can educate you however if you're you know like really intense on 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 your can that person still be considered canceled and should they and it's to 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 what extent though that's the thing because once again does the punishment fit the crime Somebody who's like blatantly racism. Somebody the, let's say the CEO of uh, a white hats. piece of paper. Okay, you know, cool. <laughs> beanie hats. Okay, I don't think it's a uh, anything being said that is actually CEO of beanie hats. Okay, it says something racist, and what extent and what actions they do behind it. All right, if they said it, I'm not going to use their product. Whoever's not going to use their product for how long? Okay. They could be dragged. They could be can. They could be taken down. Cause how much are you going to affect that company as well? That's the thing. It's going to you support that because it, it make that change. Because other communities would do that, and racism is shown. If you're doing that, cool. Do they can they get a job somewhere else? I don't care. But you're going to have some type of effect from what you did with your actions. Yeah. Okay, that's how we were taught as children. That's how I was taught as a child. When you do something, it's a cause and effect. All yep. right. So that's but when it gets to the point that. People showing up at their house. I don't want you to live. The threats and all that. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. No, definitely not to that regard. But I do think, yes, you and can, can keep somebody accountable. If it's like a high school student or a middle school student, and it's like, okay, make sure that once again punishment. But for the next, if they get trying to run for Senate and they went through trainings, they've learned things, and somebody brings something back when they were 17 and they like, I addressed this, I went through this, and you know, that was a thought process I had. I can forgive and give grace to somebody about I, that. I can't. Yeah. Right, I'm still. Oh, you motherfucker. No, um, Greg. Um, okay, go on. My issue with race. My okay. my personal issue with racists is they want to be educated for free, and I'm like, yo, that's not my fucking job. Oh, like you have all the education in the world that's readily available to you. There are classes, there are seminars, like those meetings that your job tells you to go to for like diversity and inclusion. That's not diversity that's not training. 
That's for you. You keep skipping that. <laughs> you keep skipping that. That's not for me. That's for so, you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trey. Are you, are you talking about the adult or are you talking about I'm the child talking, that became the Here's the thing. It's learned at home at a young age, and then you end Absolutely up having agree. everyone from the age of, you know, talking like, you know, three and four on up. So they learn that from the parents, the grandparents, the people are always saying, oh, well, you know, the grandparents have to die off in order for the racism to stop. No, because that was inherited mm-hmm. from the parents. You got to break the mindset. You got to break the exactly. cycle. I'll give you a perfect so example. That's what you got to break the cycle. So uh-huh. that's why I say I can be forget. I can give grace to people mm-hmm. because if I, if I am still, if I was still the person that I was raised to be at the age of 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, I would have been canceled a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like my fan, like some people, my mom, I ain't my, God rest my mother's soul, but she was very discriminatory towards a certain class of people. Like when she used to pull her eyes like in certain directions and make certain no, I ain't I can't even do that right now. And I used to be like, Ma, chill the fuck out. know <laughs> what you doing? But that was like raised. It's like, hey, because you know, she had I come from a very East Texas mindset. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I'll be telling my aunt, you be around these racist people, these racist white folks yep. and all that, and you learn some of these racist behaviors as well. Mm-hmm. Men and women, black or whatever, Asians, whatever, Mexicans, whatever. I know some people that are identified as Mexicans that don't want to be Mexican. They try to destroy that out of their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't we but that's the same thing with black people. I've seen black people, they try to have you know, cut that out of their family. I'm not that any longer. Mm-hmm. I want to dis- disassociate myself with that and completely to assimilate to something that is not them. So, but that is a learned behavior. Yep. Now, and I agree. Now, if you pay me, I can teach you because that's what I do. Donations and gifts. But and if you went through that and you actually start being active in it and you make changes and it's been 20, 30 years later and somebody brings something up when you was a child. That's why I believe cancel culture shit is it's going too far. Mm-hmm. That's that's when it's being used for a purpose that is ill will. Let me say I that. Agree. I want to say this when when going back to if there was a racist um, that had a big platform or the power of a bigger audience to to make something said and. Millions of people go out and do this thing or millions of people go out and believe this, right? When it comes to that, it's almost neck and neck with do black people have the power to be racist? We have the power to be discriminatory. We have the power we do, to be but We don't have what, what, what racism... You have, to, you have to have power to be racist. That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm trying to make. So racism comes with a power to influence a other large group of people to think this way, make these decisions, and block something from happening, right? So when it comes to someone saying something racist and possibly representing a bigger company with other people of different cultures on it, I always ask myself, if I choose to cancel this person, do I have the power to make a difference in their life because they said something that I, I was bothered by. And the reality is, especially in podcasting, when this person, that I'm not going to say his name, did what he did, mm-hmm. they were like, well, uh, well, is he going to um, be dropped? Is, is, is he going to be canceled? Is, is, is people? No, they're not. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to certain people in the United States that look a certain way, 
and that's my that's mm. my personal right, oh, right, go ahead, go ahead. right. when they look a certain way mm. it's right like, ah, but you know he does this or he has this friends or he's not racist you know he's not racist because because he has such and such on the show da, 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 da. it's all these excuses but when it's other cultures yeah like somebody like Whoopi makes a statement it's quiet for her let's take a break let's- a statement that's based off of history exactly. as well and that's my issue with giving grace I feel like if I give grace all they're going to do is go to the next person and say well Greg allowed it so it must be okay that's my big mm, yeah. issue now obviously there are like it's happened before yeah. too. It's happened the whole thing with Nicki Minaj and what she said. A lot of white people were like, "See," and all the black women were like, "Don't say that, Nicki, because it's making us yeah. look bad." It's a responsibility like, I don't with your words. Yeah. yeah, and all the white people ran with That's it. That's why I agree with Drake. You know, when it comes to giving grace, but at the same time, it's like the, the reason why I say this because it's like, all right, you know for a fact the person you're giving grace to, they didn't come at it with malicious intent. But then there's some people who just can't be taught. They don't want to be taught. They want you to talk to them so they can say, hey, they confirm they don't like that or they confirm that it's okay to do that. So I'm going to continue to do it or I'm just going to say, well, fuck it. Like, I don't care what they say or do. I'm going to do me. I just heard a black person tell me what they don't like so I can double down on it. That's the shit I don't like. That's why the giving grace thing for me is always hit or miss. And I totally get it. And But you get when you give grace, it's like the ability to show that you made that change mm-hmm. or not. Everybody needs grace. Yeah. Cause trust me, once again, I've done some things that that I'm still about to delete some episodes off season one. I got one mm. episode that I got my homeboys. It's not me, but my partner saying y'all saying some wild shit on here. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, y'all may and they, they but they think oh nothing gonna happen. I'm like nothing gonna happen now, but I'm like if somebody this thing catch wind, it's gonna be so serious. <laughs> all right, but but when it comes yeah. down to that, um. The prejudice versus racist mm-hmm. towards, you know, who we're going to hold accountable. It's like, and, and, and leaning back what Shan was saying, is that it's not about influence. Black people have the most influence, in my opinion, especially yeah. black Americans. We influential than a motherfucker, okay, if yeah. I may say that. All right? That, I that, agree. That, that's how strong I feel about it. We are the most influential people on this earth. The most I'll definitely say Black Americans have, Americans have. I don't know much about Black Canadians, but Black Americans. When I see when y'all say no, y'all mean that with your chest, and it's no. And you could really like cancel out a company if need be. We could make a dance so, right now. We can make some sh- just put some shit together. That shit go vibe. Man, everybody want to do it. Yep. They go talk shit about it. You then everybody gonna want to do it. it. Yeah. That and that and that's the difference. We're influential. But we don't have the systemic power behind it. We don't have the system. That's what I, that's, that's what I got to I got to come and clear it, clarify it for you, baby. That's the thing. Y'all have the power because it's that's been created. But if we if man if we could, that's what I say. What does black people have? We have the influence. We have the style. We have the soul. Help mm-hmm. that if we market that shit and stop allowing people to pimp us and market us, it's unstoppable. But but the thing is, we're our own. Worst enemies with the shit too. That's what yes. pissed me off. Because it being that crab been put in this bucket once again. There's not crabs in the bucket. Crabs that's been put in the bucket. All right. So when we have that conversation with each other and understand our power and have that unity and stop tearing each other down all damn time, we could be successful. But when yep. I tell you, 
being racist is having this systemic power the power not the influence but the power that that like if shan cry mimi cry once again, I'd say all the time, my biggest thing about with my weakness is seeing a black woman cry. I would automatically start black men too, but man, one I like, oh, I don't like your ass, but shit. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but that's just something of me that's innate in me. But your tears compared to the majority of people in this world, including the many black men as well, not all, many, mm-hmm. not most, mm-hmm. many, mm-hmm. compared to a white woman's tears, y'all tears don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just that yeah. has power. Yeah, a white yeah, ma- we know. a white man, ma- a, a, a gang of black people ain't got shit against a gang of white people. Right. White specifically men white white women tears are <laughs> <laughs> something, especially when it comes to black women in 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 hospitals. Right, we're still looked at as being able to take a little bit more pain than we say we we can't take the same um, different the same effect of black men or black people towards police is the same effect of black women in the hospital agreed you say you're here for us you say you're here for them yep but you're not you're here to like and it's not an opinion let me be clear this is not my opinion this is studies has been done these are facts this this evidence been placed behind this i'm just not talking out the side of my neck that's why we have to create things for ourselves as simple as that and even when we create things for ourselves and i i ask people like it's once again my podcast everything culture the one thing i've had one white person come on and say the culture of white people is taking other people's shit kept kept it one thou wow and it's not me saying it. That's why I bring other people on. So it's not me. And I bring numerous people. When I ask you what your culture is, what and when we back, where did you get it from? And it come down with well, that came from somebody else. Oh yeah, well, huh? And so especially just in, in podcasting, for that same point you just made, Drake, I I made a post on TikTok and I said, you can't come into podcasting and being upset that somebody took an idea or a segment or something you got to be better than you were yesterday bullshit Don't because because yes you internally you can be upset but what are you going to do about it that's going to bring you any type of solution for it right so you my goal in podcasting is people coming in and growing and being better right so if if they copy something that you did, make what you already did better. If, if, they, if they um if they waiting for you to come out with something else or add something else, or what are they into? Or DJs, DJs back in the day when they were going against each other, they would have people snooping to see what such and such is picking up. Uh-uh. What, so, what, what, what are they sampling? What are they doing this? Everybody is always on top of what the best of the best of the best is doing. And me being in college and, and, and learning about fashion, that's all fashion is. Is someone coming up with an original idea, idea, remixing something else, another person waiting for them to come up with that idea. How can I knock that same look 
for cheaper and sell it to more mass people that can afford this, but not what they mm-hmm. doing. And that's all it is. And if designers sat and was like, oh, I'm not going to create anything because they just going to take it and make it for cheaper and make more money, nobody would ever create anything. And so a, a lot of podcasters get to a point where they're just like, ain't no point in me doing this podcast and stuff anymore because all the negative stuff gets more listens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm out here doing this and trying to make it better for X, Y, and Z, but they get more listens, they get more plays, they get more engagement. If that's what's going to stop you from doing yeah. you, then you're not doing it for the right reason. Yeah. No, you have to do it for what you want to do. And some people actually do it just to go viral. I'm not going to talk about a specific podcaster, um, fake and fraud, but uh, some of them just do it to go viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so. they, saw, they saw other people go viral for bullshit. And they, they feel like when you're on the road, it's like, you know, some certain podcasters, they stay in, they get in like that one lane and they stay in it the entire trip and one, you know, and wonder why it takes them twice as long to get places. It's like, oh, you're not going to be the mm-hmm. read. You're not going to be like other big name podcasts because you're getting viral moments. You're getting viral moments for all negative shit. Nobody wants to continuously see that every week. exactly and basically you develop Mm -hmm. a niche and there's a bunch of people who follow up who you fit into that niche but i feel as though and i could be wrong i feel as though let's say you start your niche on negative stuff eventually people are going to be like i'm tired of the negatives like i want to expand my horizon and find what else is out there i could be wrong there could be people who will forever stay into that and may never grow Mm -hmm. out of it wendy williams has made her complete career off negativity There you go. That shit go catch up with you. So it's already catching up right now. Right now, you're right. That shit go catch up to you sooner or later. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the beauty with media. Like you get older, and your content gets older as well. Like the audience might change, but you don't. So when you age out, that community is like, "Hey, uh, we aged out too, or we grew past you. We're done with the things that you used to talk about because we grew up." She even went towards that young dude on TikTok that died. Those when she went when she went at Method Man's wife that had cancer. Let y'all know, somebody, when somebody tried to cancel me for whatever reason, we found out that Drake at the age of ten he did so and so so and so to his dog. He he, I used to, hey I say I used to chain my dogs up outside. I used to put water outside for them the whole night. Dogs were not allowed in my house where I come from in my That's culture. Country because yeah. I have exes that they don't That's even name the dog. Country. What's the dog name? The dog name is Dog. dog. The name is Dog. <laughs> the name is Dog. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But when certain people hear that, they could they could easily take, oh, he's a monster. His family did this. And I'm like, hey, bitch, who are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and this, I'm not gonna make things better. I'm gonna let you know right now. I don't got. A, I don't have a publicist, yep. you know. I don't have somebody mm-hmm. that's gonna hold my tongue <laughs> in nature. I'm gonna come at you raw and uncut. Yeah, and I know I can't. I can block a lot of people, but it's getting to a point that you might have to cut it out. Yeah, and that's my. You feel me? Yeah, that's my problem. I'm personally, I'm not politically correct at all. Like by the time you try to cancel me, the check's already cleared. So I'm like, hey, I say what I said. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I appreciate it, and I, I will change. But guess what? Like I'm already like, it's done. I already got the money in my wallet. But it's a big difference. It's a big difference before that big check don't clear yeah. yet. That's, but, the, but thing. that's the thing. If that, if that check haven't cleared yet and somebody messed with your money, oh, it is personal. But, 
it is yeah, personal. You know, one of the funniest thing is all the people, if you look at the history of all the people who got canceled, the reason why they got canceled is because they got the big check. Once they started getting the big checks, that's when we started talking about canceling them. Monique, Netflix. We talking about uh, Kevin Hart, all the... Monique didn't get the check yet, though. That's, that, the, thing. that's the thing. She got one check, and she wanted a bigger check because she thought she was worth more than the white comedians. But she got the check that was big for her at that time. Like, Monique's not going to... Right. When have we listened to Amy Schumer, Black people? Honestly, I think Amy Schumer and... Actually, no, I, I won't be disrespectful. I'm going to just move right along. See? I ain't going to do it. <laughs> when the last time y'all even heard of Amy Schumer? I thought... I thought I her know. and Melissa McCarthy were the same person for like four summers. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wow, Greg. <laughs> so so let, let, let's talk about equity here. Once again, and we talked about the season one of everything mm-hmm. culture is a way you do things. The only thing I said, when you come into that certain realm, if they tell you you got to act a certain way, you got to play that game. I don't like playing games either, Monique. I don't, sister. Mm-hmm. But what they did when they need to break that check off to her by certain shit, when your own people kind of dismiss you after you were, that's the yep. issue. Because the thing is, Amy Schumer. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's keep it a buck. Monique the gave a lot more hits than Amy Schumer. Yeah. I think it's just that Amy's more palatable. And is also she? much is it because pal- she's not married? to us though. Hey, that's what I'm saying. You understand is what I'm it saying? because of this? Not yeah, I think that and it could also be that Monique is more headstrong yes. compared to Amy. I don't know about that. I think I only feel. Is, is no, Amy Schumer. That's also Amy true. Amy Schumer is a, a, a thicker woman. I don't want to say like any like class that she's in. She's a thicker woman who's a comedian. She's white, and mm-hmm. somebody wants to fuck her. And I know that sounds disrespectful, but it's the truth. Like you know, when they see Amy Schumer, it's because like all of her like viral clips have been as a result of the sex content that she puts into her stand-up comedy. There's never anything thought-provoking. Yeah, there's nothing thought-provoking out of her comedy that I've personally seen. And I'm sure... No, me, I don't think she's that funny. She might have a chuck out of me, like a chuckable Mm -hmm. moment out of me, but nothing compared to Monique. I feel like she represents all of the girls that were never picked um, that yep. never have a woman to represent them, and there's so many of those women that were never like the one that the guy wanted or the one that was picked. So the only way, your <laughs> only way of getting, you know, village is by being funny or being the joke, yep. and she plays that really good mm-hmm. to the point where I ain't gonna lie to you. Did I watch her um, special when she was pregnant and going through that? I did. Last Amy Schumer year. was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and she, and while she had a baby, because it was like it was like a mixture of uh, reality slash her being still funny and quirky, but it was also the realness behind you being pregnant and you trying to live day to the day. That's the only reason why I watched it. But would I say that she's more influential influential than Monique? No, but Monique, what they do with our blackness that's so just like put set tell 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 the people that Monique gonna be there. Yeah. Oh, then we gonna get all these groups of people to show up, yeah. right? It also categorized us in this category that's this small mm-hmm. in a room where we want to be this big because right. we feel like, oh, you're the black comedian that's over there for yeah. them. 
You're not for us. Really? Yeah. Someone yeah. like Amy, they'd be like, oh, she's for women. Every, yeah, she's everybody. She's for this girl. She's for that. But for us, we come in the room like, oh, your, your seat is over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And until we until we can come in and be like, I'm a I'm an actor or I'm an actress that does action movies. So right. everybody can talk to me in this room, not just this small section over here. We're not going to make the pivotal space and the connection and the opportunities that we deserve. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me let me chop it up, y'all, real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody that a lot of y'all, because a lot of people may like them still. A lot of people do like them still, but a lot of us. We, uh, if you're not black and you're here right now, you're hearing my voice, you're 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 privileged to hear us right now because this is about to be a black conversation. Oh. Can I talk about Ladies and gentlemen, that? welcome to A Shot of Melanin, where we have melanated <laughs> conversations. I just wanted to reiterate that. Yes. Thank you. Throw that in there. <laughs> Thank you. you. Hey, this is a privilege. I want people to know that. It's a privilege to listen to A Shot of Melanin, okay? So, can we talk about Kevin Hart? Yes. I love Kevin Hart, okay? I have been shamed for loving Kevin Hart. Now... Have I always liked Kevin Hart and some of the work he's done? No. I used to feel like Kevin Hart stuff was a little bit too niggerish for mm-hmm. me, okay? Mm-hmm. For me. But when Kevin Hart started doing, I went to go see him. I used to see his stand-ups for $20. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, I, and I understand he ain't your fave. That's what's the point. But Kevin Hart gave a lot of work to black people. A whole lot of work. A, a huge catalog. There's some movies that you can find on VHS that him just being whatever you want him to be. Okay, he gave y'all, not me, y'all, Soul Plane. Okay, so I haven't watched that. Uh, all right, hey, I I watch a little bit. I like no, but people love it. <laughs> my, my family loves Soul Plane. Okay, I, 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 a lot of people they got it on VHS DVD the whole nine. Right, all no, right, wait a minute. I, I, so okay, I, I'm not done, but continue. I'm not done, but continue. So you haven't seen Soul Plane, but you played Spades. I don't get this. I don't. No, I watch. No, no, no. It's the difference. I don't like okay, so. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I see. But once again, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, but my family, ah, I'm like, what the fuck? What am I? But hey, what? Hey, just y'all. I love y'all. But hey, Kevin, Snoop Dogg, uh, was Monique and Soul playing too? Probably. But I yeah, I'm telling you, that's how it works. Okay, man. When I saw him in Forty Year Old Virgin, his his snip his his role, every, <laughs> you feel me? Loved him, and that's when I started like, oh, this dude funny. And I started going. To, I went to like three shots. Man, this dude hilarious. And we started to cross over heavy. I started to recognize that 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 group. When certain groups started to love him, certain groups started to I, the the one that he gave a lot to. The one that he supported and what he still try to give to. Mm-hmm. Kev, if you're hearing this, man, hey, I ain't riding your nuts, but hey, I see what you're doing. You're working hard. He work hard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for sure. 100%. He work hard. And he he speaks on this too. But a lot of black people, Cat Williams even try to bring him down. This dude is trying to cross over and he still give back to black people. Yeah. He still gives back to black people and he's giving, but just because he crossed over, just because they like you, I don't like you no more. Mm. Hardest working comedian in the world right now. Because you know who did the same thing? Eddie did the same thing. Yep. 
A lot of us was too young to remember, but a lot of black people said Eddie wasn't as funny no more. When he started doing them Beverly Hills cop movies and all that, uh, he, ain't, he ain't got it like that no more. Richard Pryor, same thing. Richard Pryor. Even when he set his ass on fire, now he was doing all these other things, but I'm like, yes, the thing is, it's to a point. He's keep, Thank you, T. He's keeping the rock relevant. Mm. Kevin Hart yeah. is doing the same thing that, um, and he. this guy's funny. I'm not saying he's not funny. Um, oh my God, Happy Gilmore. I can't think of his name right now. I know what you're talking Adam about. Adam Sandler. The guy that he always Adam Sandler. Okay. Adam, uh, okay. When I see what Kevin Hart is doing, the same thing Adam Sandler is trying to do. Same thing I was seeing. What's the other comedian? Um, man, I think like what was I cannot think of that other comedian is doing the, the same guy, thing. Uh, the guy on um IG that you like. That he making like a pathway for to for black people. He just posted that he willing to give seats in front of his show for. Oh uh, yeah, Kevin on stage. Kevin on stage. Yeah. Oh on yeah. Stage. Hey, it's hey Kayla. That's why I see when we support and have community and unity. Mm-hmm. No matter what I'm doing, I'm bringing my people with me. Right. Like no matter how you feel, and the plastic cowboys. Do y'all listen to? Yeah, my I've, seen, yeah I've seen. Yeah, you know, I've, I've seen. Um, some of their stand-ups even. Yeah. They're funny. And, and even the ones that ain't funny, y- y'all y'all know which ones that are. <laughs> <laughs> he still bring his boys along. That's loyalty, man. And you know what the sad thing about it? The person who tried to throw him down the like even though his homeboys do they real when they the one that I, I got hooked on that show when they brought up now nah, Kev, you know when you had them hoes in that car when you had an accident. I was like, whoa. <laughs> they said what well, we were all thinking. But that yeah. they, that's your true friend yeah. and being genuine. But at the same yeah. time, when his homeboys threw him under the bus one time, try to bring him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I still think um true story was a true story. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If y'all ain't okay. watched true story with Kevin Hart, y'all are really missing out, by the way. Great yeah. series on Netflix. And we definitely did an episode on uh She Gets a Podcast with Baylor, Gigi, and Drake about that movie really good so there you go my listeners you have some more content to go listen to you got shan's podcast you got drake's podcast and greg's youtube and podcast so guys it's been a great conversation but we gotta wrap it up thank you so much for today's episode and don't forget to subscribe to these wonderful people's podcast so shan what is the name of your podcast again um, there's a lot of them, so just go to www.shambipodden.com and the book is on lulu.com. Marketing po- the podcast 101 is ten dollars for five days. Go check it out. Yes, yes, Drake, a little bit more so that we can leave our listeners with something more. Tell us where they can listen, they could find you. You can listen to everything culture on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, actually, anywhere you listen to a podcast from Audible, Amazon Music, Google Play. I just found out myself we're on um, iHeartRadio. I didn't even know we was on iHeartRadio. You know, you know, you know, look, like, look, look at God. Um, and you can check us out on TikTok at Everything Culture. On Facebook, everything culture. 
on uh, IG, Everything Culture, and on Twitter, Every THG Culture. We also have a Tumblr, but you know, yeah, Tumblr ain't what it used to be. But no, yeah, we all over the place. And I just want my listeners to know because I made the horrible mistake of typing in everything. T-H-I-N-G. It is not every T-H-I-N-G. It's every thang. T-H-A-N-G. So I just want y'all to be aware so that people don't go, hey, what are you talking about? Can't find it. So every thang culture. Drake also has a website. Oh, thank you. I do have a website. (laughs) And it's www.everything, every T-H-A-N-G culture.com. All right. Last but not least, Greg, let him know. Let him know. Oh, well, I, I'm actually Lil Drake Jr. Uh, he's Big Drake, so I'm Lil Drake Jr. <laughs> but uh, you can follow me at, uh, obviously, Hey Greggy on everything, HeyGreggy.com. The podcast is Young Black and Bother Podcast. And on every Saturday at 930, Shan and I do Loudmouth Stereo on Stereo. Come through on Stereo. We will have to have Michelle on for her episode. And thank you again for the opportunity to come on your platform. A special thank you to the guests in today's episode. Don't forget to follow them on Instagram, in which you can follow Shan at ShanBPotting, Greg at HeyGreggy, and Drake at Everything Culture. If you enjoyed today's episode, or any one of our previous episodes, leave us a review. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.